Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Go to the Stateside Vodka website, just click on the podcast partnerships logo, use promo code John for 10% off of your entire purchase. That's John, J-A-W-N. This is really simple. This is really easy. This is for delivery and pickup orders as well. So if you want to get stateside vodka delivered to your home, you can do it. If you want to pick it up at their location, you can do that as well. It's not just vodka. It's glasses. It's uh, it's, uh, clothing. It's all other cool stuff that stateside vodka has. But stateside vodka, again, is a proud partner of the John Appetit podcast. And stateside vodka is a proud resident of my bar cabinet because we always have stateside vodka on deck. Yes, we do. 24-7. 365 <laughs> screwdrivers all the time. You know how we give it up. That's how you give it up. That's how I give it up. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't do, I don't do it straight. Although you could, because again, it's very refreshing. It's gluten free, um, and it's and it's got the electrolytes and all that good stuff. I just, I, I, I finally did. Kind of awesome that we're partnering with Stateside Vodka just because of the fact that. You've been drinking it faithfully for so long like before this ever like came down. Since they, like since you heard about it, like year, what is it? A year or two years? You've been drinking this faithfully. At least two. At least yeah. two years. Yeah. No, we we've been team stateside for a minute. Um, I've been team stateside for a minute. And again, it's not just because of their beautiful bottle. Um, stateside, it's really good vodka. Again, like it's like I'm not even saying this for, because it was Mm-mm. a partnership. It's really good vodka. He's not. He's been drinking <laughs> it for a long time. Yeah. No. If, well, like if I was here talking about like like Bankers Club, then you could look at me sideways and be like, "Yo, what's this dude talking about?" Like, yeah, that would be because of, of a partnership. You know, Stateside Vodka is really good vodka. It's my favorite vodka. Um, so please use promo code John when you buy Stateside Vodka, whether it's pickup or delivery. Tell them John Appetit sent you, and you get ten percent off of your entire order. Again, we truly appreciate Stateside Vodka partnering with us and we truly appreciate it if you took a chance to go to their website, statesidevodka.com and check them out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit podcast. Hello, eaters. I was I wanted to do a Wait, new eaters, uh, eaters, no. foodies. I wanted to do a new an, intro, foodies, and I thought I wanted a car, then I forgot it. Well, um, I didn't like that. Well, I know because I, I I messed it up because I, I forgot I wanted to do a new one. Hello, foodies. Not foodies. People don't. I don't like being called a foodie. Neither do I. But I don't. They know don't else. call others foodies. Hello, hello, fellow. Food likers. <laughs> John Appetit Podcast. I am Roy Burton. The other voice you just heard is my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing tonight, Chanel? I'm so okay today. <laughs> so okay today. Yeah. A very okay it day. It was a long week. A very and okay. we're in the weekend now. For those who don't know, we're recording on Friday. So I'm okay. Um, yeah, this week was the longest month I can remember in quite some time. Yes. But... We have a better than okay show. We have a lot, and I mean a lot to get to on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Uh, we decided, um, Chanel and I decided to take a staycation of sorts. Um, again, people aren't moving around like they used to and going and traveling the way um, people typically did uh, pre-pandemic, um, but we did want to get out of the house a little bit. So 
We took a couple days and went down to the shore, as the people around here are fond of saying. That it qualifies as the shore. It's the shore. It's the Jersey Shore. We went down the shore. No, it doesn't qualify as that. We talked about it. We went down the shore to Atlantic City. Yeah, that's Um, not considered. There's a beach and a boardwalk and the shoreline. It's not really considered. It's, it's the down shore. the shore. We went down the shore. We went and you stayed City. down the shore like it took a long time. It's like half hour. We drive. went down the shore to Atlantic City um, <laughs> and, and spent some time at in Atlantic a room. City. <laughs> and, yeah, a lot of time in a room. Um, and spent some time at the Borgata in Atlantic City. And we will talk about that in a very special kind of staycation edition of the John Appetit podcast. Had some ch- had a chance to eat um, a bunch of some of Atlantic City's. Um, best restaurants that are open and doing takeout and things like that. So we will talk about that in the main segment of today's show. Of course, we have a ton of news to get to, including the newest list from the Daily Mail of their best of what they believe are the best pizzas in America for 2020. And we have a the Audi Festival, the Audi, I should say Audi Festival, to tell you about the 2020 edition, the virtual edition, uh, which is, has, has a nice little twist that we'll tell you about later in the show when we tell you about the upcoming events. So a lot, and I mean a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the Joan Appetit Podcast. But before we do anything, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to us and supporting us here at the Joan Appetit Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, whether this is your first episode or whether you've listened to all the episodes, thank you guys again for all the support that, that you've given us um, over the years as we do the Joan Appetit Podcast. Again, we truly appreciate it. Please while you're doing this, subscribe to us, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, what used to be Google Play, which I believe is now YouTube Music, and I believe we're on Amazon Podcast now as well. So if you get your podcast from Amazon, ask about if that. you get your Amazon podcast, your podcast from Amazon, just do a search for Joan Appetit. We are there as well. Again, we are a very accessible show. Please subscribe to us. Download us to your phone, your iPad, your MP3 enabled device, your Android phone. Take us with you on the go, 24/7, 365, and please. Tell a friend about our show. Tell friends about our show. Please help us spread the word about the John Appetit Podcast. We would truly appreciate any and all support and any all of all word of mouth that you guys have given to us. And please feel free to hit us up. JohnAppetit at gmail.com. John Appetit on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are very accessible. Shout out to Sean McCarthy. He's a good friend of ours. Um, I have to, we have to respond back to you. Um, again, he emails us. We go back and forth. Again, we like to hear where you guys are going out and eating. We'd like to hear where you guys are going um, if you're going to pick up some stuff or if you're going to check out who's doing um, either, whether it's either indoor dining or outdoor dining, or there's different restaurants you're trying out, let us know what the scene looks like out there. Because again, we are very curious. But are you, even if you're cooking at home, again, tag us in your photos, hashtag Joan Appetit on Instagram as well. Um, again, we're always you know checking out new photos and curious to see what people are doing. Because we have people you know, in this area, outside of the area, people who eat outside, people who just take out, people who, you know, cook at home, like people are doing all sorts of different things um, during the during the pandemic. So we're kind of interested to see how people are, are eating um, these days. So please hit us up, John Appetit, again, on all platforms, social media platforms, and John Appetit at gmail.com. Before we get into it, as always, shout out, as always, to the homie Tay Diggs for giving us a follow on the Twitter machine and shout out to Padma Lakshmi. Taste of the Nation is now on Hulu, which I just learned has Star Trek Discovery, which is amazing because I was thinking about buying CBS for that and that Picard show, and now I don't have to. Now I can just find somebody's burner account for that Picard show and watch Discovery on Hulu. So I'm very excited. Uh, we have a burner. For CBS? No. Yeah, the CBS. You, need the CBS. you almost see that Picard You sure joint. you can't get that? Well, there's another way to do it. 
There's another way to do it. From Hulu? No, not from Hulu. There's another way to do it. There's another way to do it. It's I don't know. VPN styles. Comedy <laughs> style. No, you can't take that. VPN style. No. Why? No. All right. Move on. All right. All right. Uh, before we get into it, uh, it's time for our all black everything segment. And this week we are set, we are highlighting several black owned restaurants in Montgomery County. Uh, the fine folks at ValleyForge.org, the website, um, they put together an article of some of the diverse restaurants in Montgomery County in the Valley Forge area. We're trying to expand our horizons with the places we talk about. We talked about Delaware, I think, last episode or two episodes ago. Now we're talking about Montgomery County. This food scene in the Philadelphia area is amazing. And we say the Philadelphia area, again, we're talking about the five-county area. We're talking about Camden County and Gloucester County and, you know, down the shore and Delaware. And There's a lot, a lot of great restaurants in this area, and they basically all need our help right now. I mean, they, yeah. they really, they really like, if you can support your local restaurants, even restaurants that aren't local, please, please um, do so if you can. And again, as we always say, if you go out and you can tip, please tip as well. Because Plus we really don't have anywhere to go nowadays. So taking a little bit of a drive to pick up food and maybe like eating in a park, if that's your jam or eating in a car, like we do, cause that's more our jam. We're not outside people. Um, it, it it you should try it like if it, you're you're not going anywhere you know most most people most people, most people. Yeah. i know people i know people are out on the streets um, you know people who are who i don't who out on the streets yeah, yeah. i i'm not out on the streets, you know but you know you know people too who are out on the streets i just don't know they're out in the streets yeah yeah, yeah. people people I are prefer out there. to keep it that but way. you know i mean seriously montgomery county is a great um a great area um again valley forge i mean valley forge is so many great so many historical places out in the Valley Forge area. So, many, so much beautiful nature out there. So if you want to head out to Montgomery County and Valley Forge and check out some of the great restaurants, um, you know, we, we fully encourage you to do so. Um, one of the restaurants listed is called Welcome to the Avenue, and they're at Pottstown, BYOB. Um, they offer curry chicken, braised turkey, and a quinoa and avocado hot pot, which I'm very curious mm-hmm. as to what that is. So um, they're at BYOB, so hopefully, again, with the social distancing, they have some outside activities so you can check them out. Uh, Rose Petals Rose Petals Cafe is an Elkin Park, Elkins Park soul food cafe, and they have entrees to, such as Grandma's Stuffed French Toast, which is French toast slices with strawberry cream cheese topped with French fresh strawberries, and something called a Southern Southern Comfort, which is a cornbread waffle topped with seasoned catfish, sausage cream gravy, and scallions. I'm here for that. You're a big catfish fan, so I, know you're I only eat catfish from Louisiana, though. Well, that, you don't know where this, this catfish probably came from, Louisiana. I would try it. Yeah, cornbread waffle, catfish, cream gravy. I'm, yeah. I'm here for that. I and, would try all of it. Yeah, it's Rose Petals Cafe. And also in Elkins Park is the Cheesecake Lady. And now she's been highlighted recently cheesecake. in the Philadelphia Inquirer. I just went to her website like five minutes before we started the show. These cheesecake flavors are crazy. She specializes in gourmet cheesecakes. They have like mini cheesecakes. I think they're like four-inch cheesecakes between nine and ten bucks. She has flavors like... Fruity Pebbles, Kit Kat, Oreo, Snickers, Twix. That Fruity Pebble, Birthday man. cake. I was looking on that Instagram. Instagram is crazy. This cheesecake lady, again, this is on Township Line Road, also in Elkins Park. These cheesecake flavors look crazy. So, again, those are just some of the restaurants highlighted by uh, the Valley Forge website. Uh, check out valleyforge.org for the entire list. But there's some great um, black-owned and minority-owned restaurants in Valley Forge. So, please check them out. 
give them your support. If you go to any of these restaurants or any other restaurants, again, please let us know. Joan Appetit. Especially if you've been to the Cheesecake Lady. Yeah, man. Like those, like, yeah. (laughs) Cheesecake. Cheesecake is great. And mm. like a foodie pebble cheesecake is great. That might have to be a drive. And if it's like four, if it's like four inches, it's like it's not that bad for you. I mean, like you can kind of justify it a little bit. Like yeah, I mean, it's not an everyday. No, thing. no, 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 no. It's not an everyday thing. But yeah, it's you can you know She's treat, got, you, treat yourself. She's got some. They're little. Yeah, you know. yeah, and then, yeah. So I'm I'm yeah I'm curious about that one. So yeah, cheesecake lady, rose petals cafe, and welcome to the avenue. It looks like she sells out too. So. Yeah, yeah, she sells uh, out. So you gotta get there early if you're going to check yeah. out Madam Cheesecake at the uh, the cheesecake lady at um, in Elkins Park. All right, Philly. What is new? What's new is one of our old favorites is moving. Next door, Rion Pizza in Rittenhouse, the Taglio-style pizza restaurant. They're literally moving one storefront over to 100 South 21st Street. That was a space uh, previously occupied by Poi Dog, which we talked about on the show before. Uh, Rion Pizza is the Roman-style pizza that they kind of cut for you and they weigh. Well, they don't weigh it, do they? They, they don't weigh theirs. Yeah. They just pretty much cut them all the same size and charge yeah. based on the topping. It's uh, crispy on the bottom. And light on the top. Um, it is. We've talked about this place oh, multiple times. The carbonara. Rio, yeah, the carbonara <laughs> pizza is just. It's out of this world. It's so good. It's really good. It's, and it's, it's something that makes you drive over the bridge into the city. It if, just. Yeah. If, even if you have nothing else going on, you'll just go for that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if it was easier to park around there, I'd be. I would be over there a lot more than than we typically are. But yeah, every now and then. Uh, back, you know, before all this, you know, sh- you know, Chanel would make a kind of stop there um, after work and grab some slices. And you can never get too many because no, <laughs> it's all right. No, and they're you great. Can never get too many. The people's, and the I would pe- just the... come home with it and Roy would be happy. <laughs> 100%. They had the potato and the sausage one. And they have names. I don't know. Yeah, they all we names. know is the carbonara one. Oh, they have a margarita. There's one. Yeah, that potato and yeah, sausage. sausage yeah. Those pieces yeah. are fantastic. I am glad. I believe they're opening sometime in the middle of this month. Um, we'll be back. We'll yeah. probably be back this month. I mean, yes. like, Rio is so good. And it's so much different from basically any other pizza you can get in Philly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's more about the bread and the toppings are fresh. And uh, there's a prosciutto with uh, arugula and ricotta and olive oil. Oh, my word. It's so good. Yeah, we love Rio. So We're glad they're reopening. And please support Rio. And all the restaurants in the in Rittenhouse area, but they'll be back um, later this month, of, in the month of October, um, in Rittenhouse. Again, 100 uh, South 21st Street, uh, where Poi Dog used to be. Kensington Quarters is now a seafood restaurant, and this makes us sad a little yeah, bit. This makes us sad. Lasagna. Yeah. So, Kensington Quarters is in Fishtown. They were previously the meat centric place. They had a butcher shop in front of it for a while. Um, at 1310 Frankfurt Avenue in Fishtown, they will now focus on what they call quote unquote. Coastal cuisine. They will boast a raw bar with oysters, clams, and crudo dishes. Um, and the dishes, their entrees, include uh, day boat scallops with corn, fava beans, and mushrooms, grilled yellowfin tuna with ginger rice and leeks, and a smoked duck breast with sweet potato hash, scall- uh, shallots, and pickle ramps. And I see you shaking your head. They will have the burger, the Kensington Quarter, the KQ Burger is returning on the menu for those That's of you. That's good. That's good. For those of you who are who are fans of that. I know you were a fan of the lasagna. Yeah. Um at Kensington Quarters. Maybe it'll come back. You know how menus change. There's a tier. Yeah how menus change. Again, it's not all it's not all fish. I mean again you no, get the burger. No. Again you get the duck breast. 
Um, yeah, Kennedy Quarter is a good spot. Well, I'm sure it's still a, still a it's good a spot. It's a nice looking spot. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful looking spot. spot. Beautiful spot. And again, I'm, I'm curious to see how the raw bar is going to add to the uh, to that spot. It's a nice looking spot. Um, yeah. So if you go to Kensington Quarters again, check you know check it out. Let us know. Again, it's a, great, a bunch of great restaurants in Fishtown. So um, it'll just add. I'm not sure are they. I'm not sure if they're open yet or not. Um, I think it's soon. I think they're kind of revamping things. I believe they'll be open soon as we're doing this. So if they are open, please let us know. We are near the end of Dine Latino Restaurant Week. And again, we're big fans of restaurant weeks here. Um, And participating restaurants who are doing this in the Philadelphia area are offering one complimentary appetizer or dessert with the purchase of two entrees. And this is for dinner only. And this is for takeout or delivery. And restaurants that are participating include Puyero, Bar Bum Bum Bone, El Mercury, I like and, El Mercury. Yeah, you're a big fan of El Mercury. Uh, Queen Rook Game Cafe and more. This runs through October the 4th, which also is the end of University City Dining Days. Now, that's more like the traditional the, um, restaurant week in Center City. At UC Dining Days, they're doing 30, uh, 30 restaurants are doing the twenty course, uh, $20 two-course lunches and $35 three-course dinners. So... Takeout is available as well, so again, this is a great way to take out if you're not if you don't want to eat in or down dine outside. Restaurant Week um, University City Dining Days participants include Dim Sum House, Booker's Restaurant and Bar, World Cafe Live, White Dog Cafe, and Distrito. Again, both of those UC Dining Days and the um, Dine Latino Restaurant Week end this weekend. So get out, so check those we, out. We we we're gonna pick a restaurant for Dine Latino Restaurant Week, and we're gonna go with. Um, we're going to go with one of those. I'll drive and pick it up. Look at that. Look at that. So, yeah. So, check that out. Again, for more information on that, check out Phila, P-H-I-L-A, HispanicChamber.org. Shake Shack. It's brought back the spicy chicken sandwich, ladies and gentlemen. Let's they just had say this. it before. I was like, did they ever have a spicy chicken sandwich? They did. This is the third time. I never tried it. Well, now it's, ba- it's bike. The spicy chicken sandwich is back. It's called the hot chicken sandwich. And it's the spicy version of their chicken shack sandwich, which is available for only a limited time. So if you want it, you got to go get it. It is dusted with the guajillo and cayenne pepper blend, topped with cherry pepper slaw and pickles, served on a potato roll. I don't want that slaw. No slaw? No People slaw. love slaw chicken I don't sandwiches. I get it. People love slaw chicken sandwiches. I don't sandwiches. want that. What about their little bites? They, they have, have those too. Okay. Yeah, so the hot chicken bites are back. I love the bites. I really and do. hot spicy fries and hot spicy cheese fries. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> and they all use the same guajillo and cayenne pepper blend. Do we know when this ends? We don't know. Now, here's the thing, though, because the streets don't mean I know this, but I know this. You can get these hot or extra hot. <gasps> or, or if you go on the app. Uh-huh. If you go on the website, uh-huh. you get them in a the third heat level. Are you serious? Fire. That's what it's called? Fire? Fire. Yes, it's called fire. I know a lot of people are very hesitant to spices. Which I'm is, not. Which is why this chicken sandwich probably has been on and off the menu. I'm not. Because hot, hot chicken sandwiches need to stay on menus because, again, you've because seen it. Chick-fil-A, that hot chicken sandwich is pretty pretty popular. Yeah. I don't know what the original tastes like anymore. I don't yeah, you, even, you haven't had an original I, one in a while. I, I go back and forth. I don't know what that tastes like. I go back and forth. Because sometimes you want to, you know. No, you like there's hot. never a time I don't want the spicy. But if you want this hot chicken sandwich at Shake Shack, again, it's a limited time. Hot or extra hot, if you just order it straight up, if you go in there, or 
If you order ahead of time on the app on the website, you can get a fire. So limited time, but yeah, the, the bites out. are back. The fries are back. As the well. bites never went away. Oh, you uh, mean the, the hot spicy bites? Bite. The hot bites. Yeah, hot yeah, bites yeah. are back. The hot spicy fries and spicy cheese. They fries. had hot bites. When? Last time this was around. When was the last time? I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't have an. Ever I don't remember date. this. I've never had a hot chicken sandwich from them. I don't what? remember if we ever talked about it. Hot so sure. spicy cheese fries. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Somebody's diet's getting. <laughs> and finally, the Daily Meal, one of our favorite foodie websites, has listed their 101 best pizzas in America for 2020. Did you look at the list? Uh, I you... looked at the list. I know uh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six. Connecticut pizza spots on the six? list. Six? You counted six? Well, right. six. Well, six that you've been to, or six? Well, that, six, six Connecticut period. I've counted six. Okay, because I didn't count all the Connecticut spots. Because oh, again, okay. this is a Philadelphia podcast. No, I. Um, you know, and three uh, Pennsylvanias, Philadelphias. Yeah, three Philadelphias. So let's just really go. Number one on the list. You saw what number one was, right? I don't get it. <laughs> the number I've had one, this pizza. I would never say it was number one. The number one pizza on the list, Daily Meal, 101 Best Pizzas in America, Frank Pepe's in New Haven, Connecticut. I don't get it. The number 16 should be the number one. So we'll, we'll go down the list. So Philadelphia, okay. this is a Philadelphia podcast. Okay. Yes. Philadelphia is represented, as Chanel said, three times on this list. Number 63 is Pizza Shackamaxon, uh, which I've heard of and I haven't heard too much about. Uh, Pizzeria Betia, which is 39. And Pizzeria Nomad, which is 31. So this tells you this list is bogus. You have Pizzeria Betia sitting at number 39. Come on. Let me just man. say this. Let me just say this. If there are 38 better pizzas in the world, <laughs> better than Pizzeria Betia, somebody needs to take me to these 38 spots. All right. I find it hard to believe, not possible, hard to believe there are 38 better pizzas in the whole world, not America, the world. Better than Pizzeria Betty. I Thank find you. it hard to believe that, that there are 44 better than Zoo Parties. So we'll go through. So the other ones, uh, Chanel mentioned, Zoo Parties is 45th on this list. Now, we talked about Zoo Parties before. Um, we ordered a couple months ago. from Gold Belly and right. we've had in yeah. person. Yeah. Um, Zoo Parties, New I Haven. I grew up eating it. New, ha- New Haven, Connecticut. Great pizza. Again, I don't know if the Gold Belly back order is still there, but if you can go to Gold October. Belly. Still October? Yeah. Well, we're October now, so oh, all, that's I good. Oh, I got check. <laughs> it's all good. So, Zupardi's is very good pizza. Um, 45, I'm not going to I'm not gonna argue Zupardi's, but again, Chanel will, and that's fine, because again, are there 44 better pizzas than Zupardi's? Meh, I don't know. We'll see. No. 42 is Ruby Rosa in New York, uh, which we've been to. Again, we talked about that on the show. 42? Um, Come well. on, 40, man. Ruby Rosa, again, get the pizza with the vodka sauce. It'll change Come your life. Come on, man. It'll change your life. Um, Lou Malnati's in Chicago is 22. See, I like Lou Malnati's in Chicago, but it is not better than Ruby Rosa. Mm-hmm. It's not better than Zupardi's. And it's, what What number did you say it was? That was 22. It's not better than Betty. That's, I mean. It's not. I'm not even, I'm not going to argue any of that. I'm not going to argue that. I'm not going to, I can't argue that. No, I can't. So. That's on their list. That's 22. how I know this list is bogus. Number 16 on the list, another place we've talked about before, Modern Apiza. Which should New be Haven. in the top 10. Um, 
Modern pizza. It's my absolute favorite pizza in the world. Again, if you've seen the Travel Channel or the Food Network or whatever, people have talked about modern pizza. I know uh, the best pizza in New Haven, Connecticut, possibly top 10 in the world. I know Adam Richmond, again, huge fan. I know he's a huge fan of, of modern pizza. Again, modern pizza, is, it's really good. It's, it's a really good pizza. Ridiculous. If you ever go get the Italian bomb, you will not be disappointed. Number 12 on this list is Prince Street Pizza in New York. Prince Street is not better than Bedia. Uh, it's Prince not, Street's really it's good. It's not better than Bedia. Prince it's Street's not right, better let me, than Modern. Let me say this. Sometime, sometimes I'll be in a mood for Bedia and sometimes I'll be in a mood for Prince Street. No, you can't do moods. Prince Street Pizza is very it, good. It's good. It's no, very good. It's good. You know I like their plain. Yeah, I, I know you like, like their plain. You're, you're not even I don't like, even, and I usually like meat on pizza. I don't even eat meat with Prince Street. But. I've thought about that pepperoni pizza a lot. I'm like sorry, a lot. No, I'm, it's good. It's, it's it's fantastic. I'm not even gonna say you know. I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it should be higher, or should be lower. I'm just saying it's really good. This is suspect. It's we need all. to do our own list. And number nine on this list is Sally's uh, Pizza in New Haven. Mm. <laughs> not 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 a huge fan. Sally's and Peppy's is like Pat's and uh, Gina's. Okay. That's all I, that's how I describe it. So the way Philadelphians feel about how like commercialized and how people, when they come, that's all they try and they Mm -hmm. never try the neighborhood stuff or they never try. That's Sally's and Pepe's. People go to New Haven. It's like, oh, you got to go to Pepe's because it's on on the the list. When there's so much better pizza out there, like it, that's, that's my feeling about Sally's and Pepe's. At some point, I don't know when this is, it's not today, but at some point, we need to come up with a list, our list of yes. the top 10 pizzas that we've ever had. Yes. It will be very controversial, but people love pizza, mm-hmm. and we've had a lot of pizza. Pizza's a great. Pizza's great. Because, um, again, if you ask me today what my favorite pizza is, I don't know, because sometimes it's like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's, again. Modern pizza, Italian bomb. I'm not going to do that. That's so, my absolute favorite. So we will my do... favorite pizza in Philadelphia uh, Pizzeria Betia, the the spicy one with pepperoni on it. We will do best pizzas that we've had. A best pizza, pizza throwdown, whatever you want to call it. We will we will rank the pizzas because again, if we're gonna be mad at the list. We got to be bold enough to make our own list. We will make our best pizza list. If you guys have told have any pizza restaurants that did you love, that you like, whether we mentioned it or not, please let us know. Johnappetit at gmail dot com or Johnappetit Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We we definitely are in search of any and all great pizzas. Um, if you have a problem with the, this list, again, this is the Daily Meals list, not our list, because we would not put Frank Pepe's number one, and especially not 38 spots ahead of Pizzeria Betia, which is wild to me. But that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. All right. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll talk about what's good, but not what's good in Philly. We'll talk about what's good in Atlantic City. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back to the John Appetit Podcast. Segment number two, we typically do what's good in Philly, but this week, again, a special staycation edition of the show, we're going to do what's good in Atlantic City. Now, specifically this week, we're going to talk about the Borgata. We had a chance to go down to the Atlantic City for a couple of days last week, um, down the shore, 
as the locals call it, um, to check out the Borgata, which is our, our favorite casino down down in yes, it you, is. You, you would say that. Um, it's the only place we've stayed, right? We haven't stayed anywhere else down there. No. Nah, we so, only stay at the Borgata. First of all, it doesn't well, even make sense for us to stay there because we live like 30 minutes from there. But right, but you sometimes know, you need to change things. Sometimes you got to get away. You got to, you know. And Roy likes to spoil me. And when he does, he'll get me a suite at the Borgata. Yes. But got, this time it took sweets. some convincing because COVID. Yeah, I had to, I had to convince the uh, the wife that leaving the house for more than an hour at a time would be safe. Um, so that was my first time <laughs> interacting with the public in a meaningful way. So let, let's just started. let's just say let's just say this. Um uh, since we're talking about it, we might yeah. as well. Um shouts to the Borgata for being pretty as good as you probably can yeah. be dealing with that many people in this kind of situation. I kind felt of very safe, very comfortable. I didn't feel at any point that I had gotten infected or that I would be because they were very thorough. They were very adamant about people masking. And it just, if I felt safe, I did. And I, as that's coming from someone who hasn't felt safe since all of this started, who hasn't felt safe enough to go anywhere, quite frankly. Um, so this was my first venture out of my house. And I, I, I definitely give kudos to the Borgata. At, they took your temperature when you walk in with one of those thermal scanners. There's hand washing stations everywhere. There's um, uh, there's hand sanitizers sanitizer like all over the place. They yeah. give you sanitizer and they give you multiple you know they give you multiple masks and they give you one of those key things so you don't have to push the elevator buttons when you check in. Um, you can and, also use yeah. it to push the uh, the uh, slot machines if you see, yeah. if you're so inclined. The, the slot machines. Um, I saw people wiping down slot machines a lot. Um, and they get a security, you know, around there to kind of, you know, enforce a lot of things, you know, there's, there's social distancing stickers and things like they, again, for a casino dealing with the public at large, they do a really good job. They, again, they, they try to enforce, you know, four people on the elevator, but again, it's the elevator. There's only so much you can do. And shout out to the customers there too. People were being really responsible. I gotta give it up. I gotta give it up to everybody that I saw at the Borgata. Uh, good way to be a human. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody again, everybody there for the most part, they bought in. They say, hey, "This is this is what this is life. This is how we have to." Everybody live. down there wasn't doing, it. and everybody wasn't doing it. The Borgata more than more than every more other than, place we yes. went, yes. and especially Caesar's Casino. And I'll say it, <laughs> yeah. y'all, y'all uh, gotta get it together. Y'all reckless, man. man. Y'all, y'all just living, just reckless. If you go, to, like, I just people, if y'all go to the Caesar's Casino during all this, man, like, just, just walk in and walk out. Just be careful. Just walk be careful. in and walk out. Yeah, so uh, no, the Brigada, nothing for nothing. They they did a really good job, and again, they have outdoor dining options. They have indoor dining options. Again, there's limits as far as how many people can dine indoors. Um, most of their indoor places offer takeout, which you can order online. You can have it delivered to your room, or you can pick it up. We chose to order it and pick it up because hey, you know what? We well, a we just want to kind of get out of the room for a little bit. B, we're not paying like the eighteen percent charge and the for delivery you to bring charge it to a room. for well, me. Like I can I can take the elevator. Like it's cool. Like it's whatever. So. We went to the Borgata. We checked out a couple of places, and again, most of the most of the indoor dining restaurants are open. But um, you have to look at the schedules because they're open on different days. Yeah, they're open yeah. on different days. Um, again, so Angeline, Old Homestead, Bobby Flay Steak, Izakaya, they are all open. Different days, but they're all open. Um, other casual eateries are open as well. Um, one place that is not open, and I'm not sure if they're going to open reopen back up, is the Wolfgang Puck Restaurant, the American Grill. They are not currently open, and they have the marketplace section downstairs. 
and the Borgata that's open as well. So if you want some quick eats, um, you know, like uh, Ben and Jerry's and um, noodle, um, what is it? Uh, they have like a taco place and a couple other places. Um, the Bet MGM Sportsbook offers food. There's a lot of food offerings yes. um, in the Borgata, that, whether quick or casual or whatever have you. So we decided to um, order through the Borgata app and pick them, pick things up um, from the Borgata from uh, two of the, I guess, they, what they call the fine dining restaurants, air quotes. And then also from a casual restaurant, Noodles of the World. Um, you just want to go and order, order the way we did it, or how do you want to do it? All right, I'll let you take lead. Just go. So we'll go through, and I might miss a couple items because I didn't have the uh, I didn't have the whole thing in front of me. I know you have the, re- the receipts with you. Um, oh, but, I forgot. I <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, the first place we we tried out was Izakaya. This is the Michael Shulson Asian restaurant um, in the Borgata. Again, we ordered went through the Borgata Borgata Eats app uh, uh, website. Yeah. And ordered a bunch of so, stuff. Let's talk about that for yes. a second. So it's it, uh, it's not overly complicated, but it's slightly confusing. Like when, when I ordered through my um, computer because when I tried to go through the phone, I kind of had a little bit of a problem. Uh, so if you're going to do this, if you have problems on your phone, um, it's best to have your laptop with you so you can kind of go through the website. It was easier to do it that way. Yeah, indeed. So the Borgata, again, you can see, if you go to the Borgata website, there's links to the Borgata Eats and all that stuff. And you can look, view the menus, you know, on the Borgata site before you go and actually order things. And the menus are, again, by and large, they're, they're very similar to the sit-down menus. There are, they are different. Um, there are differences. There are things on the sit-down menus that are different from um, the takeaway menu, obviously, you know, for obvious reasons. But um, by and large, most of the, most of the menu items are, are the same or are very similar. So Izakaya, we started out with a a bunch of uh, a bunch of appetizers. Um, well, actually, mostly appetizers. Now that I'm looking at no, the, they're like, the thing. but is it our appetizers or is small it plates? Small plates. So, yeah, so we got yeah. a bunch of small plates because they're small plates. So we started out with the tuna, and this is by the way, this is Michael, the Michael Shulson restaurant. Michael Shulson also runs Sampan and Double Knot and probably 18 other things that I can't think of right now. Um, but we've talked about Michael Shulson restaurants before. This is the first time we've ever been to the Izakaya, um, which is a little weird. But yeah, we did I go to, but we did go to uh, the Borgata. What was that? That food event they had um, when all the chefs were there. Bor- it wasn't Borgata Eats. It might have been Borgata Eats. Like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. The Borgata Eats Street yeah, Fair, where all the restaurants yeah. were there. So he was there um, one time. We had I don't even know what it was, but it was really good. But I, yeah, the dude that dude did that uh, chat and cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, well, yeah, we got chat and cut it at that event. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not I let story. him have it because he did it so smoothly. I was just like, yeah, I can't even. He's wait. like, yo, you he's like, yo, you Michael Shelson. <laughs> to go, you know, double knots great. It's like, fam, like you just chat and cut it, like, like whatever. <laughs> it was like, the, was it a hand roll, the sushi hand roll? I think it? it was a hand yeah. roll. Yeah. So, anyhow, we got the tuna avocado uh, with spicy mayo and rice pearls. Um, and again, it's similar. It's a similar dish at Double Knot, right? The tuna avocado dish. Yes, there right. is a tuna. Um, I don't know what this mayo is, but if you bottle <laughs> this up, it, first of all, I just squeeze the mayo in my mouth because I'll eat the mayo. But it's tuna avocado with spicy mayo. And let me just say this. They give you nice little plastic containers with all the food. And the food comes out hot. And they give you, you know, utensils and um, chopsticks and all that stuff. And soy sauce and all that stuff. When you order in, like, it's not, I mean, when you order out for takeout, like, they give you everything you need. And they give you good portions. Like, I know people worry about portions when they get takeout. None of the restaurants that we're going to talk about. None of them uh, had an issue with that. Had an issue with the portions. It was the same thing you would get if you eat in particularly old homestead. Yeah, we'll get. I think they gave you more. They will get to that in a second. So the tuna avocado with spicy mayo, highly recommend. Highly, highly. Do you want to talk about that specifically, or? Um. So we've actually 
it's just really good. And I personally ordered it because I know Roy loves it. I figured since um, we've gotten it a couple times at Double Knot, and we don't they have a similar dish at Sampan or no? I don't remember. Probably. I don't know. But I know he really, really enjoyed it the c- couple times we went to Double Knot. So I, I wondered if it tasted the same, and it did. It's just fantastic. The tuna was fresh. It just that, Like you said, the sauce that they put on it or whatever that is, is really good. So we also got something called the Kinky Chicken Wings, although online it says wing. So we weren't <laughs> sure whether it was one wing or multiple wings. Uh, we got it, and there was a bunch of wings. Yes. And they were really good. There was like four, four, four wings, five wings? They were very well good. seasoned, yeah. tasty, very good. Yeah, very good. yeah kinky chicken wings. Uh, and then we got a bunch of skewers. So you can get skewers, yeah. um, just skewers. And it's uh, So we got the grilled chicken thigh, grilled pork belly, uh, grilled scallop, and the hanger steak. And Well, the hanger steak. We'll start with just the skewers. We'll talk about the other things as well. So we got those skewers. Um, out of those, which ones were your favorite? So out of those, um, we had a skirt steak or a steak, hanger steak. steak. That was probably my favorite, uh, followed by the pork belly. Yeah, that hanger steak was special, which we kind of got it as a kind of a throw in um, at the end. It was very good. Again, you put meat on a stick and you grill it. I mean, it's really hard to mess it up. But I mean, like to get it tasting like excellent is is a skill. Um, that hanger steak was amazing. I mean, they were all they were all good to me. I didn't try the pork belly because I'm not a pork belly guy like that. But the scallop was good. I like the chicken thigh. I know you're scared of chicken thighs. Um, but that hanger steak, if you go to Izakaya, get the hanger steak skewer. Like get like oh, five of them. And the ribs. <laughs> yeah. Got- so so we also got ribs and we also got a lamb the lamb chop. They yes. were also kind of small plates. Um, the hanger steak was better than the lamb chop. Lamb chop wasn't bad. Yeah, we had the I- lamb chop. First, I could have left the lamb chop. Oh no, we had the lamb chop later. We, we tasted the, the steak, steak first, yeah. and then the lamb chop. It's kind of like, eh. like the, like the lamb chop was good, but after you eat the hanger steak, you're like, oh yeah. man. Like now I we're talking about a lot of food, but it's really small. They're yeah. they're, uh, they're skewers. Like it's, it's like yeah, two scallops on a skewer. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you know, it's yeah. like huge portions or whatever like that. Again, there's a bunch of small plates. You know, like six, seven dollars or whatever like that. You know, maybe the lamb chops might have been like nine, but I mean, again, it's not a lot of food. It's not overly expensive. Like it didn't have to be overly expensive. When it comes to a lot of food, the shrimp fried rice gave yes. you a lot of food. <laughs> a lot of shrimp and fried it, rice. And it was very good. The yeah. shrimp fried rice, um, the ribs were actually like, what was it? Two, Two ribs. ribs. Yeah. Um, the sauce on the ribs was really good. Um, and then we had soup dumplings, which. Uh, the wrapping was a little thick for me, so I wasn't the biggest fan of the soup dumpling. Mm-hmm. And we had the spicy tuna roll, which we were not fans of at all. No, we were not. It that did, was shocking yeah. because we, we've always gotten sushi when we've gone to Double Knot, so I was very shocked that, uh, we didn't like the tuna rolls. Um, you like the pork gyoza, right? I did. Okay. I did, yeah. Um, but yeah, there were, there weren't a lot of, of sushi roll options. No. Um, for takeaway. Um, at Izakaya, so that's why we ordered more skewers because there weren't a lot of rolls. There was there was plain sushi, like individual pieces of sushi and sashimi, uh, but not a lot of roll options. Um, and the spicy tuna roll, the one roll that we did get, wasn't very good. It was probably like the the worst thing we had yeah. um, at the restaurant. But everything else was, was either good to very good. Um, it was really good. Like it was really good. And again, yeah. the portion sizes were great. Um, I have no had no reservations with order like I I almost told you to order again, <laughs> but I think they were closed on that Wednesday or the second the last day we were there. Yeah. I think they were closed. So, no, was I really thought about good. it too. This guy was really good. It was, it was really it was. good. Um, so that kind of allayed our fears as far as you know taking thing you know take out and you know 
portioned and how things are going to work. So we decided the next day to go to Old Homestead or to take out from Old Homestead. Old Homestead is the uh, steakhouse. Uh, I was going to say the main steakhouse, but there's two. There's Bobby Flay. So I don't know which one is the main one. But Old Homestead, there's one there. There's the uh, flagship one in New York. It's a longtime steakhouse, old school, old timey type of steakhouse. Um, the inside of Old Homestead is beautiful. If you ever get a chance to go inside, it's beautiful. Yeah, and we've been to Old Homestead before. Yeah, yeah. We've been to Old Homestead before. Obviously, this is the first time we had takeout. So we uh, our entrees were a, a shrimp scampi with garlic, spinach, and cherry tomatoes. Yes, that was Roy that ate at a steakhouse and ate shrimp scampi. I did. I did because you, and I ate a lot of yours, but I yeah. and you ordered the 34-ounce Gotham, Gotham rib steak. See, if you were going to order steak, like if you weren't going to order steak, then I would have got steak. But I knew I could get some of your steak. Because you knew I wasn't going to eat it all. Right. So <laughs> this steak was huge. Yes. <laughs> it was and huge. perfectly cooked. Perfectly cooked. Uh, what they do is they actually call you when your order is ready. They, you put in the time you want to pick up, but they also call you. So that helps, I guess, with the cooking of the steak and the timing and everything. Because by the time we got it back to the room and I cut it open, it was perfect. It was medium, just like I like it. Uh, was it a bone-in? Was it a bone-out? The Gotham rib? Uh, it did have the bone. Okay. Yes. So yeah, bone-in, Gotham rib steak, perfectly cooked, perfectly seasoned. Um, again, the shrimp scampi with the garlic and spinach and cherry tomatoes. Again, huge shrimp. Again, they didn't kind of like, you know, like, like skimp you on the portions. Again, huge shrimp. A ton of pasta. Very, um, very flavorful. Very flavorful. Nice very, sauce. Very tasty. Very so yeah, yeah. We, we use that sauce for other for other things. Um, speaking of which, the mashed potatoes. We use it for the spinach. mashed potatoes. The way you said that was weird. Well, I put the spinach in there too. No, oh, but, yeah, 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 yeah. You All said right, it kind yeah. of weird. We use it for the mashed potatoes <laughs> and spinach, um, and they give you a ton of <laughs> spinach and mashed potatoes. God. Oh my word! Four people could have eaten that mashed potato order and that spinach. It was just so much. So you know how you cook spinach and you cook a huge bag of spinach and it kind of cooks all the way down and you have like like a handful of spinach at the end of it. No, that this was wasn't. This was this. not it. No, this was not no. it. Like, they it took, clearly had five bags of spinach. They took my <laughs> bag of spinach and like, cooked it down and it was like dumped in. They were, Here you go. Like it was literally like. It might have been like close to a pound of spinach. It was, <laughs> it was a so ton much spinach. Of spinach. It was so much spinach. But Roy absolutely loves spinach, so he, yeah, so he was wasn't whatever. complaining. He ate most yeah. of it. And then yeah. the mashed potatoes were good, especially with that sauce, the scampi sauce. Um, they give you butter and all that stuff too. Yeah, they give you tons of butter, tons yeah. of salt and pepper, like and and they give you a real knife. Exactly, to cut they give your you a steak, steak knife. You go, they give you a steak knife to they take. They actually with you. give you a real knife. Yeah, to take with you to your room. So that was awesome. Um, and for the last um, dinner we had, we went to a casual spot called Noodles of the World. We've also been here before. Been there as well. Yeah. Um, Noodles of the World. We had. Um, I'm just going to list everything. We didn't go. We picked up and ate in the room. Picked up. Like, all this was takeout to eat in the room. Everything was so hot when we got it there. Everything was perfectly cooked. Perfectly packaged. No one messed up in order. No. So, we got the the shrimp, pork and shrimp dumplings, right? Yes. The wonton soup, the chicken pad thai, and the exo shrimp fried rice. And the the chicken wings. The chicken wings. The chicken wings. Okay. That's right. The chicken wings. Um, Any standouts from that? I don't want to... So, um... I love their Hong Kong pork and chicken wonton soup. It It's a chicken, uh, the stock is chicken based. And then it comes with like wontons and um, noodles. And it just, it's flavorful. It, I just love it. it. It's like a warm hug. 
So I, I highly recommend that to people who eat pork and if you like, like, wonton soup and stuff like like that's just the perfect thing to me i will never complain about that i thought that shrimp fried rice and the exo shrimp fried rice is spicy and they give you the option to make it extra spicy so i made it extra spicy so making it extra spicy gave us just enough spice just the right like, amount of spice. the extra spicy was like for uh i guess baby spice likers <laughs> but it was perfect it made it the perfect amount of heat for us I thought that was really good. It was very, it was very I good. That was super good. That was um, the first time I had that. Yeah, I ate on that the next day, as well as the, the chicken pad thai. Um, again, I'm a fan of pad thai. Their pad thai is very good, and again, they give you a lot, I and mean, they give you the option to spice that up as well. Yeah. So again, like so, they gave so I we had the pad thai. Yeah, and we had plenty of food to take home the next day. I mean, that's how much yeah. food they they gave you at uh, Noodles of the World. Again, it and the that, prices, it wasn't that no, yeah, it wasn't the prices for Noodles of the World. So we got the we had pork, shrimp, and chive dumplings. Mm-hmm. We had the uh, Hong Kong pork and shrimp wonton soup, which was a lot of soup. I yeah, had it the next it. day for breakfast. Um, the chicken pad thai, big portion, shrimp fried rice, big portion, chicken wings. I don't even remember how many there were, but there were a lot. It all came to sixty three dollars yeah, before tax. You go to any, you know, you go to P.F. Chang's gonna cost you sixty four dollars. Yeah, I mean, it'll cost like, you more than that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like again, like and the portion sizes were good. I mean, huge like, portion size. No complaints about any of that. Um, at Noodles of the World. So, um, from our report, and again, this is, I mean, we had three different di- dinners. From our report at, at Borgata, I mean, if you want to do in room dining or takeaway dining, however you want to, however you want to call it, um, Borgata is a, is a very good option if you want to kind of get away for a couple of days and just, you don't want to kind of eat inside or you don't want to go to a different restaurant in Atlantic and, City. And if you're like me, you just, you're not comfortable yet eating outside with a bunch of people, this gives you an opportunity to do something. You're still in your room. You feel safe, but you get to enjoy like, like a high end restaurant. Um, not at home. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, side note. They also had the bar outside that we, yes. we went out to, um, by the pool. So no one was there. So we decided that we would just sit outside and have a drink because we were by ourselves. It was nice. Yeah. So there's a bar area, um, the pool, the outdoor they pool, the Borgata. Beer garden. Yeah, the beer garden. Thank yeah. you. So the outdoor pool, the beer, uh, the Borgata is a little, in a little weird spot, but there's an outdoor pool and there's a beer garden next to it. And I believe on weekends they have DJs and stuff like that. But, um, the day we went wasn't a weekend. Um, so it was just open, and you could have the big screen TVs on and ESPN, and you can kind of sit there and you know get your you know drink your drinks and your your frozen daiquiris and your margaritas and kind of chill, kind of hang out. So if you want to kind of get out, get out of the casino, um, and again be socially distanced and away and still enjoy yourself, um, that's a really good spot. Yeah, um, TVs out there. And... Yeah, and there's a, there's also a spot uh, they call it the st- Street Eats, um, and they have a different options where you can eat outside as well. That really wasn't jumping when we were there. Yeah. I'm not really sure what the deal was, um, but again they have different like a kind of food truck like options um, we can go and get tacos and tater tots and things like that and eat outside but we didn't see anybody take advantage of that while we were there so um that's an option as well so because i was a little concerned i was like I, you know like if we're going to be here for the majority of the time is there going to be enough places to eat is there going to be enough places to kind of be away from people and there were there I mean, were there was a, there was a lot yeah. of space there's a lot of space Felt very comfortable um at the Borgata. So, again, shouts to the Borgata. Again, yes. we recommend, you know, for those of you who, again, want to go down and, and maybe kind of get away from the hustle and bustle of the city or just get away from your house or apartment or whatever for a couple of days, um, Borgata's a good option if you want to do that. Um, but, again, if you, anybody's checked out any other AC 
our casinos and resorts, For please, staycation. please let us know. Um, we kind of, you know, took it. We kind of casino hopped a little bit, kind of went to the boardwalk. It, it um, wasn't for us. It wasn't. There's a lot of reckless folks out there. A lot of reckless people out there. A lot of reckless. A lot of reckless there. casinos. Uh, but I know a lot of people like to walk the boardwalk, and you can't do that at the Borgata. So you know, maybe you know, Hard Rock or Ocean or somewhere else, not Caesars, is uh, <laughs> the best option for you. Um, so, Oceans, yeah, their 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 situation was good. The way. Okay, yeah. Caesars, nah, man. No, Caesars. Caesars is, no. Caesars. Nah. <laughs> it's Caesars. <laughs> be careful. Be careful out there, folks. Yeah, be careful. Be careful. So, um, so yeah, so that was that was our thoughts. Again, if you go down to AC, let us know different restaurants again, because restaurants are opening back up um, very, you know, slowly but surely. So if you've gone down there and checked out some places, let us know. We'll have another Atlantic City show. I'm not sure if we're going to do that next or when are we, when are we going to do that. But yeah, a couple um, places outside the casino we hit up. Yeah, I guess they'd be considered neighborhood spots. Yeah, we'll call yeah. neighborhood spots, AC neighborhood spots. We'll get into that and in maybe next episode or one the one after that um, to kind of wrap up our trip to AC. But that was our impression of AC and the Borgata. So shout out to Borgata again for yes. doing a really great job keeping people safe, yes. um, or at least, you know, keeping people safe and at least feeling safe. Yeah, giving um, the sense of safety. Yeah, it's very, very important in, in these times. We're going to take a very quick break. On the other side, we'll talk about a very important upcoming event, and we'll get into our Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back. Segment number three of the show. This is where we tell you about upcoming events. We already went through the Dine Latino Restaurant Week and University City Dining Days, but there's also the Audi Festival. Now, this year, the festival is a series of interactive in-home culinary experiences that will bring a signature mix of food, drink, and performance directly to ticket buyers' homes. So, Audi Festival supports Fringe Arts, and this year will support two additional organizations, the Hospitality Assistance Response to Philadelphia Emergency Fund, and Cooking for the Culture. This year, the Audi, Audi, this year's Audi Festival includes some of the city's best chefs, including uh, Ange Branca from Sate Campar, Diana Widojo uh, of Hardena, Jezebel Carrega from Jezebel's Cafe, John Carl Lachman from Nord and Winkle, Raisa Muller of R&D Cocktail Bar, and Elijah Mulligan of Cooking for the Culture. Tickets are on sale from now through October 6th, and each event ticket will provide access containing a box or to a box containing the items that people will need to actively participate in the digital experience from home. This is kind of the thing we were talking about before where the chefs will cook along with you. You okay. get the box, you mm-hmm. buy your ticket, you get the box, and you can kind of cook along with the chef that sounds cool. online, which is very, very cool. Yeah, so again, this is really cool. a cool thing, a new thing for the 2020 Audi Festival. Uh, for more information, visit fringearts.com forward slash 2020-Feastable. It's time now for our Sunday dinner segment. This is the portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner to people for something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something not so good. It's always something noteworthy, or at least noteworthy to us. A little bit of a break from talking about food for the entire episode. Mine is not food-centric. I'm not sure if yours is. Mine is. Okay, go ahead. You got it. So... (laughs) Here we go. This invite goes out to a person named Alexi Stolfat. 
Um, Alexi is suing McDonald's for $1.1 million Mm. and is calling for a recall of all McNuggets. All McNuggets? All of them. Every last one of them. Okay. He said he ordered food uh, through Uber Eats uh, in West Palm Beach, uh, Florida, I think. That's in Florida, right? West Palm Beach is Florida, yes. Yes. In West Palm Beach, Florida. He says he felt pain in his mouth and suffered headaches for three days after biting into the bone in a chicken McNugget. Jeez. So uh, he went to the dentist. They said he cracked his tooth in uh, two places and that he would need surgery to replace it. Uh, McDonald's hasn't made a comment or anything about this. Um, they they just said that, you know, providing safe food is uh, a top priority or whatever. So he has not hired a lawyer. Okay. He filed the suit on his own. Respect that. Lawyers have fees. Um, he is not a licensed attorney. Yeah. And he says that if he wins, he's going to dis- uh, donate $1 million to charity. All right. I respect this. This is weird. Dude. I respect this. Like you're gonna go through all this and give the million dollars to charity? No, he's just gonna do. He's gonna donate a million of his winnings to charity. He, he's only asking for one point one million. It was just one point one. You said winnings. Oh, winnings. Yeah, yeah. he asked for one point oh, one million. Oh, never mind. And he's gonna donate one million to charity. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. There, never mind. <laughs> like, yeah, it's. Weird, I thought he was going right? for like a super come up. And it it's a little which would unbe- be if you didn't donate a million dollars. But isn't but. it a little unbelievable? Because if that really happened to you, wouldn't mm-hmm. you go get a lawyer? Yeah, yeah. Usually, lawyers in those in those cases, lawyers pretty much work for free until you win. Until you win, right? But I mean, if he doesn't want to pay the lawyer a dime, then he was going to donate it anyway. Yeah, that's the, the donating part is a little weird to me. If he said, "I'm going to keep all this money," then I'm like, "All right, yeah." But if you're going to donate most of it, then. I don't know. That's a lot of lot to go through to only want a hundred grand. Plus, you know, whatever you're, you know. Which we all know just because you ask for 1.1 million, chances are you're going to get like way less. If you settle. You're going to settle. If you settle. McDonald's is looking at this like he's asking for 1.1. Ugh. McDonald's has like we make our franchise owners <laughs> have that. Yeah, McDonald's has like seventy five lawsuits going on right yeah, now. They don't. I mean, like, they're not. This is light work. This is l- l- and then the reason why I brought this up is like, what if McDonald's has to admit that there's no bones in chicken McNuggets because it's not real chicken? No, but sometimes in the processing there might be a bone, a straight. No, bone. you didn't hear what I said. I, I heard you. <laughs> I heard you. It's Remember, real, it used real. to be pink meat. It's real. No, no, the, well, the beef. It was the beef that yeah. was pink. The beef was pink meat. I thought that was chicken. No, and the chicken was whatever. Chicken. It was beige or gray. Whatever, Remember? yeah, whatever. It was. it was chicken, but yeah, yeah. So. But no, this don't no, But the yeah, so there could be bones in there. But if you're gonna give the money away, then what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. So I just brought it up because I was like, what if they have to come out and say, you're lying, sir. That's not even real chicken. <laughs> yeah. But it's 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 chicken. That's the problem. That's why it don't taste good because it's chicken now. It's white meat chicken. Yeah. It used That's to be better it, when it was whatever that gray stuff is. Meat. Yeah. Suckers. <laughs> anyway. Uh, my Sunday dinner invite goes out to Glen Rivers. Oh. A lot of people don't want Do to I call him Doc. Is? A lot of people don't oh, want to call that's, him that's Doc. That's real name. I will call him Doc. He is Doc Rivers. He is a new head basketball coach. 
of the Philadelphia 76ers. They are now my second favorite team. You can't have the Celtics as your first favorite team and the Sixers as the Celtics. I'm lying. I'm lying. So the Sixers are now your first favorite team. No, I'm not a Sixers fan. I'm playing with you. Glenn Rivers is a very good hire for this team as it stands. Again, you judge all coaching hires whether or not they win or lose, but Glenn Rivers has the gravitas, if you will, he won with to the Celtics. Deal, to deal with guys like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. He won, he won, with the a, he won a title with the Celtics, took the Celtics back to the finals. You know, had to deal with a bunch of personalities on that yes, team. Yes, he did. KG and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen and Ray John Rondo. Now, some of those yes, guys are different levels, of, you know, different levels of difficult. So it's neither here nor there. But had to deal with Shaq, too. Also had to, yeah, I guess. And also had to deal with, uh, you know, uh, playoff P and Kawhi Leonard in, in Clipperland. Now, they didn't yes. win. But I want Blake Griffin as well. Blake Griffin yeah. and DeAndre mm-hmm. Jordan and those yeah. guys. Um, they didn't win anything, though. So, I mean, neither here nor there. But the man has a ring. The man has a ring. The man's been to multiple finals. The man played basketball as an all-star. So, again, he has a little bit of weight when he talks. So, these guys know that he coached winners. He coached franchise players. So, again, you'd be wise yeah, to listen to Doc Rivers. he's a decent human being. He's a be good guy. Be wise to listen to Doc Rivers because he knows a lot of things about basketball. Um, he might be, I heard rumors that he might be hiring Alvin Gentry to be an assistant, which would be amazing. Again, if you have two basketball lifers in those in the rooms who can tell you, you know, the right thing to do on and off the court, that's a bonus. So shout out to Glenn Rivers, Doc Rivers, and the Sixers for, for seems like getting this right. Hopefully this is a good omen for things to come with this franchise in the future. That is it for this edition of the Joan Appetit Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, please again remember to subscribe and share the word about our show with other people. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you... John Appetit.